This week on Two Consoles Too Late, First World Problems. In this episode titled The Off Day Off, it's a weekend of consumerism, snobbery, frugality, and instant gratification. How watching the new Spider-Man, playing Wind Waker, and attending second-hand sales lead to an existential crisis. Find out what happens. Stay tuned. Saturday, 7.30 p.m. It's my first day off in a week, and I'm feeling pretty excited to have a day off. I decided to finally watch Spider-Man No Way Home. It came out in uh, April, and I'm finally getting around to see it. When it comes to big blockbuster movies, a little late to the game. I decided I want to get the Blu-ray and I do this strange cost-benefit analysis. To stream the movie would cost $5 and the red box is $2.11. I don't want to stream and the reason is twofold. Xfinity, the internet is choppy and streaming sometimes causes a loss in resolution very distracting and a pain in the ass. Trying to watch Obi-Wan on Disney Plus proved a little difficult at times. And it costs $3 more. And I will admit, I am a cheap bastard. $3 to me is a cup of coffee. Redbox exists because of me. Example. If The Batman had not streamed on HBO Max, I probably would have gone to Redbox and gotten the disc. That's why Redbox exists. Instant gratification. The Redbox website said the disc was available at the giant supermarket kiosk. It's a 5 minute, 10 minute trip depending on the traffic lights. And I'll have the movie in my hand. I get there, and I try to select the movie. The kiosk isn't working. I kept touching the screen, and nothing was happening. After a minute of this, I get rather haughty and decide to leave. As I'm leaving the giant parking lot, I see the kiosk has come to life in the vestibule. I repark the car, and I go back in. I could have just streamed the movie and avoided this whole ordeal. The justification is simply a matter of price and screen fidelity. That's it, pure and simple. Saving $3 to have better resolution. So I drive home and by now it's 8 o'clock. And I get ready to watch the movie. I throw a pizza in the oven, a $1 Mama Celeste pizza, and a bowl of stale popcorn from a trip my son took to the beach. I don't know when I started eating so frugally, but I am. I ask my son if he wants to watch the movie, and he said no, he wants to play on the Switch. I asked my wife, and she also declines, having no interest in movies like this whatsoever turn off the lights and I fire up the big screen and I start the Blu-ray. 
not the DVD. I really don't like the MCU. I'm usually not a fan of overly CGI'd superhero movies. But every once in a while, it's fun to watch a blockbuster movie on the 55-inch 4K high-definition screen. I just wish I had my surround speakers hooked up, but I don't have a man cave anymore. I don't have high expectations with movies like these. In this one, I already know the spoilers, and I just want to see the three actors together on screen. I do manage to catch an easter egg of Todd McFarlane's name spray-painted on a wall in the background of one of the opening scenes. I like the fact that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, they both look aged, as if time had really passed. The whole multiverse thing leaves me kind of confused and scratching my head. A lot of things in this movie left me wondering. Like, why did Daredevil make a cameo? Why was that necessary? Why does the Statue of Liberty have Captain America's shield? What was that all about? And what is going on with Venom slash Eddie Brock? When are they going to get a movie together, Venom versus Spider-Man? Hopefully soon. And my big question isn't so much a question, but more of a complaint. Did they have to kill Aunt May? I mean, I get the fact that Uncle Ben wasn't in this and they didn't want to do another origin story. But I guess Spider-Man had to learn with great power comes great responsibility from someone. With no Uncle Ben, it had to come from Aunt May on her deathbed. So I finally finished the Spider-Man Home trilogy, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Homecoming, I enjoyed Far From Home, and I enjoyed this one, No Way Home. And if you're wondering, the Mama Celeste pizza and the stale popcorn were quite good. By now it's 11 o'clock at night and my son and wife are asleep, leaving me alone. I decide to play Legend of Zelda Wind Waker on the big screen. It's rare to be able to play a game without interruptions and questions. This is turning into a rather relaxing evening. So I fire up the Wii and I start playing Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. I'm really enjoying the game. I enjoy the graphics a lot more than Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. I like the little cartoony look and feel to the, to the game. I'm not using any online walkthroughs at all and I've managed to get pretty far in the game so far. But once again, I'm having these first world problems that only I could have in America in the 21st century. I wish I had the HD version that was on the Wii U. And I start wondering whether I should get a Wii U. I'm pretty sure that if I bought a Wii U, my wife would completely flip out now that I own two Nintendo Wiis. My son keeps asking me if I'm going to get a Nintendo Wii U. And I tell him no, but somewhere in the back of my mind, I kind of really want one. And this is an ongoing theme this weekend, is acquiring stuff. 
I take issue with YouTubers that have their video game collections as backgrounds. I don't consider myself a collector, despite having amassed a lot of video game stuff. Right now I'm looking at a box filled with old Ataris that I'm probably never going to use. But for me to throw them out would be really hard because to me somehow they have value. I keep reminding my son that growing up, mom and I didn't have things like this. We didn't have tablets, video game systems, flat screen TVs, luxury SUVs, two cars for that matter. The HD version of Wind Waker is probably going to be released on the Nintendo Switch this holiday season. And I have to ask myself, would having the HD version of this game make the experience better? Does having widescreen HD TVs and luxury crossover SUVs, does this somehow improve our quality of life? And it's these machinations on consumerism that I'm meditating on as it starts to push 2.30 in the morning. I put down Wind Waker and reach the Tower of the Gods. I turn on Tim Burton's Batman and slowly drift off to sleep. Sunday, 7 a.m. The flea market is happening at the Timonium Fairgrounds in my old neighborhood and I already know I'm going to check that out, but I go about my morning routine. I make coffee and I get on the computer. I get on Craigslist and I check out yard sales. I find a yard sale that's 10 minutes away from my house and they have pictures on their Craigslist ad. In the pictures, there's a Game Boy Advance in the box. There's a Nintendo Wii. There's PlayStation 2 games. There's a Commodore 64. Immediately, I get dollar signs in my eyes like an old cartoon. This stuff, now this stuff has value. I start racing around the house. I have a POV system that I use to create videos of me going to flea markets, but somewhere in the move, I lost the charger for the camera, so I can't use my POV system, and I start to get mildly irritated. I ask my son if he wants to go, and he says no, he'd rather stay home and play Zelda. So I grab my Zelda messenger bag and hit the road. I go to the ATM and I withdraw $200. I can't afford it, but this is worth it. I stop and get coffee at Dunkin' Donuts and I return my Blu-ray to the Redbox kiosk. Normally I'm always late returning these things, but not today. Today I'm punctual and responsible. Today is different. Today I'm going to be that guy, the guy who gets to the yard sale early. The guy who's going to acquire this stuff, flip it on eBay, and make lots of money. 7.45, I'm driving north on Falls Road, and the sun is flickering through the trees, and the air is cool. I feel excited, and I feel happy. This time, I'm two consoles on time. I turn onto the street, look for parking, and ahead I can see a van parking. As I pull up, a guy is putting bins in the back of the van, and already I know, I've missed it. I want to beat the shit out of this guy. I want to know how much he paid. I want to know if he's going to flip it on eBay. I want that stuff to be mine. Instead, I look around for any remnants, but there's none to be found except for the Commodore 64. I managed to find a Blu-ray copy of Jaws, 
I buy it for a dollar as a consolation prize. I'm not going home empty-handed. I slowly make my way back to the car, and when I get in, I just yell, fuck. I start to make my way north on 83, and I'm actually driving behind the van that acquired all the video game stuff. I start having these strange thoughts of following the guy, finding out how much he paid for it. My hope and optimism is gone now. Instead, I just feel lost. And for what? For not acquiring more stuff? How many times have I been down this road where I think I find something that's valuable, try selling it on eBay, and end up not really making any money from it? Why do I keep doing this? It's the definition of insanity. You keep doing the same thing over and expecting different results. I think that's why I do this and go to yard sales and flea markets. I get that strange endorphin rush when I find something that I think is valuable. When did I become this person? When did I become a picker? I start to drink my coffee that's now cold, and I start thinking that getting that cup of coffee and going to the ATM and returning the Redbox Blu-ray cost me time. If I hadn't run those errands, would I have gotten the stuff? The van heads west and I head east on 695. I shake a defiant fist in the air. I pull into the fairgrounds around 815 and there's signs that there's also a gun show being held. So if the flea market doesn't work out, I have something else I could go check out. Guns. Another rampant problem in America. The Timonium flea market is a strange mix of people mostly selling antiques. I checked it out for the first time last week and the attendance was low, but this week the weather is good, so there's a lot more vendors and a lot more people. One of the first vendors I come up to is selling DVDs. Ironically, he's selling Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. Each copy is a dollar, so I decide to pick it up. Meanwhile at home, I have three boxes of DVDs and Blu-rays that I haven't even unpacked. I don't even know where I'm going to store them, and here I am, acquiring more shit. I mill around and check out some other vendors. They're selling Legos and action figures, but nothing really jumps out at me. I make brief conversation with a guy selling comics. He was here last week and he had a couple GameCube games and I was kind of hoping he'd have some more, but not this week. At this point, I've had enough and I'm, I'm ready to go home. I make my way towards the car and I notice I missed two vendors. One of the vendors is selling old cameras, and in a previous life that would have interested me, but not today. He's selling some books, and a lot of the books are chess strategy guides. I move on to the next vendor. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. He's selling a Nintendo Wii with the original box, and he's selling GameCube games. I want them. I want it all, and I want it now. I'm reminded of the quote from Godfather Part 3. Just when I thought I got out, they pull me back in. He has three GameCube games that I'm interested in. Super Monkey Ball, Super Monkey Ball Adventure, and Animal Crossing. 
I have to admit I wanted to get Animal Crossing for my son, but at the same time I know it's worth a lot of money and I can sell it. When I ask him about the price of the games, he has a white notepad and he looks down. Obviously he's done his research and is looking at eBay prices. He tells me that all three games can go for $80. At those prices he can go fuck himself and sell them on eBay himself. I ask him about the Nintendo Wii and how much he's selling it for. He says $80. I look inside the bin. It's a mishmash of controllers and wires and DVDs, and I decide to go ahead and get it. I hand the money over without even haggling. Normally I try to haggle a little bit, but this guy's kind of being a dick, so I decide not to. He actually asked me if I want the plastic bin or a cardboard box. Like the plastic bin was worth something. Then he looks inside the bin and notices a copy of The Sound of Music and says he's gonna quote, throw it in. I tell him that I, I like the sound of music, I think it's a great movie, but I actually have the Blu-ray. I am 42, going on 43, and I just bought a Wii. That's right folks, I am now the proud owner of three Wiis at this point. Would that make an us? So I throw the bin in the back of the car and I'm already trying to figure out how I can sneak this bin into the house without my wife seeing it because I know she's going to flip out when she sees I bought another Nintendo Wii. And now I'm having some strange buyer's remorse and I'm starting to regret buying the Wii. I think it was somewhere around the Cold Spring exit on 83 to my house when I realized that there were no Wii controllers in the bin. So I just bought a Wii without any controllers, so it's actually not complete. Fuck. I get home and my wife is upstairs and I sneak the bin in and put it amongst the other bins so it looks like it was one of the ones we brought in when we moved. I go to my computer and I pull up eBay and begin the arduous process of processing everything in this bin. And so far, this is what I what I got. Two GameCube controllers. I can sell them for $25 a piece. A Nyko Wii controller charging stand. With the right buyer, I can hopefully get $15 for that. A Lizzie McGuire Game Boy game. With luck, I might be able to get $5 for that. A Wii Nunchuck in a factory sealed box. Unfortunately, that can only go for about $15. There's also another Wii Nunchuck, but that one's just loose. At best, I can get $9. A copy of Wii Sports. That's still very much in demand. Hopefully I can get $15 for that. There's a Mad Cat's wireless GameCube controller. I put batteries in it and test it out. Unfortunately, the left analog stick doesn't work. And lastly, a GameCube microphone for $15, according to ButtCheekRUs on eBay. The straw that broke the camel's back, though, was when I opened up The Sound of Music, there was no DVD in there. So here I am with a whole bin of video game stuff, and I'm looking on eBay and I'm hoping to flip it and maybe break even, but that doesn't include the Wii, so in the long run I guess I made out. 
at the time of this podcast being recorded, my listings have no watchers, so the prospect of selling these items looks pretty slim. And that's my off day off. Driving around, burning gas, hoping to find some sort of video game treasure and just coming home with more stuff. At the end of the day, I'm just another picker, and that is kind of depressing. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Two Consoles Too Late. I am the host, Jackson Keebler. At 10 o'clock every Monday and Friday, you can check me out at Twitch at Two Consoles Too Late in some sort of retro game and you can drop me a tweet at consoles22 also be sure to check out the patreon at patreon.com slash two consoles too late you can throw me a couple bones and keep this awesome podcast going but as always thanks for listening have a good one salutations